It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't care who you are, you now this is a great one. Come on now. No. No? No. It's not in your rotation? I feel like I'm in an elevator at a mall kind of. Elevator? Come on now. The Backstreet Boys. You're being disrespectful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is ESPN's band, and he likes to lip sync and, you know, do all that. You can listen to this. You've heard this in any elevator in your life? Come on. And you turned it up. (laughs) In the mall. Definitely heard it in the mall. Yeah. They They play only the hits at the mall. Listen, Hugh, if, you, if you're a white guy born mid-80s to mid-90s, this is it. Is that what it was? Yeah, you missed out. You missed yeah, I out. missed out, dude. I missed out. I know Elliot Shore Parks, our next <laughs> guest, he didn't miss out. Of course, Kyle, our next guest, we have Elliot here who's ready to hop on. Yeah, and Elliot Shore Parks, sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks app. New users win your first $10 bet and get $125 in bonus bets. Must be 21 in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Elliot, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Convince Kelsey Day on WIP. How you doing? Man, that song was like eighth, ninth grade Valentine's Day vibe. I feel like around that time. Did so you have the penny loafers with the with the uh, cuffs in your jeans, like folded up nah. type deal? No, nah, I you were definitely wearing a polo with the collar popped. So I did do the polo, but I was very into like the three XL polo. Like I did, I did oversized clothes back in the day, which now you know probably wouldn't look as good. Oh, but so you that had. Was, uh, you had the yeah. uh, you had the the booty shorts on, right? The thigh high shorts, the the polo thigh highs too, huh? <laughs> I don't know what the, the thigh high polo shorts you're talking about. You know, I'm, you I know, have... I'm talking about ESP, the <laughs> ones where they have like the the sweater on the the shoulders and the shorts up way too high. Yeah, I, well, wow. I I know what he's talking. About. I also, Elliot, I had the uh, the oversized clothes. It was a, ma- a major oh, sure. late '90s thing, and, yeah. and my parents would tell me you'll grow into it. I still have not grown into any of these <laughs> yeah, oversized yeah, clothes. Yeah. Did your bow? Did your bow jeans that came down to like? Midway down, of by, course. Uh, you used to wear your bows, yeah. of course. Oh, of course. Seriously, yeah, yeah that, that's yeah, what you had to yeah. wear. Wow, late nineties. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay, Jabos. That and listening <laughs> to Backstreet Boys. It was a unique combination. It for, was. Uh, it was quite a time. Thirteen year old Elliot. Yeah. It was. Well, it's quite a time for the Eagles right now, Elliot. A lot going on. Even when nothing's going on, a lot is going on. Elliot, let's start with Hassan Reddick, and then we'll move to the Kelsey stuff. So Hassan Reddick, you know, this probably shouldn't be a surprise. He wanted more money in the summer. That didn't happen. He played. He played well, not quite as well as his first year, but still good, 11 sacks. And now he wants more money, and the Eagles say, all right, see if you can find it somewhere else. What's your take on what's going on right now with Hassan Reddick? 
I think that what you said is true. I, I don't think this is, you know, uh, an impending divorce between the two. Like, it could happen for sure, but I, I think that it's premature to say, like, Redick has definitely played his last game or this is going to end with him leaving because it's really going to depend on what other teams are willing to pay him. Like, this isn't so much about what the Eagles are willing to pay him. That's the floor for Hassan. If he goes out and he finds another team that's willing to pay more, then things could definitely get interesting. But I do think one thing that's probably working against Hassan Redick is, is A, actually two things. One, the league has never really shown it super values him. I think they're wrong about that. But when he signed two years ago, he was two years younger. He was coming off a double-digit sack in back-to-back seasons, and he got three years, $45 million. Like, for a premier edge rusher, that's really not a lot. And if you look at what he makes right now, he's scheduled to make $14 million next year. That's honestly right around where he probably should be. I mean, he's, he's going to be 30 years old. If you look at edge rushers that sign around 29, 30 years old, they get around $14 million a year. So, I think he is one of the best edge rushers in the league, and he probably deserves a raise. But we'll see what other team out there is willing to pay him more, uh, and there might not be one. Why do you think the Eagles were willing to allow them to go out there and, and you know, try to find a trade partner or whatever, try to get, go somewhere yeah. else? So I think the benefit of the Eagles doing this is it's essentially allowing Hassan Reddick to feel like whatever he makes next year is the most he could possibly make. Last year, he was one year into a three-year deal. I think they should have renegotiated and just given him a new deal last year. But last year, Hassan played thinking, all right, there's more money out there. I'm underpaid. Now, by allowing him to do this, he will enter next season, whether it's with the Eagles or or whoever, knowing he is making the most he can or at least feeling better about his deal. So by by letting him him and his agent kind of seek a trade and, and talk to their teams about money, there will be no confusion. Like whatever Hassan plays for next year, he'll know that that's his top dollar. So I think it, it just makes him – uh, a happier player going into next season, which is important, especially when you consider locker room dynamic the team had to deal with last year. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Elliot, let's play it out. Let's say he does find an offer he likes. He finds more money out there from someone. What do you think the Eagles should and will expect back? What, what do you think his trade value is if we do get to that point? Pro Football Focus a couple days ago projected uh, Reddick to the Texans for the 59th pick, so a mid or to late second round pick. What do you think is realistic to get back for Reddick if this does end in a trade? Yeah, I think from a draft compensation perspective, that's probably right. I would think I was going to say a third. So, you know, right around, I guess, where they had 59. Um, I mean, Reddick is going to be 30 next year and you have to give him a new deal. So, so that impacts the, the compensation you get back. You know, we talk about hypothetical trades so much, but I actually think this is a great situation for a player for player trade. Like, like the Eagles trade us on to another team. They get back to contributing player right away maybe that helps them in a position of need you know Buda Baker out of Arizona is somebody that needs a new contract going into the final year of his deal just like Hassan obviously the Eagles have a massive need at safety I could see something like that happening I think his value is higher than I'm sorry is not as high as Patrick Sertain but if they had interest in Sertain Reddick is is a great player to try to you know entice that package so I I do think that if they trade Hassan you're not going to get a ton from in terms of draft compensation 
So I think player for player might make more sense if there's a move made. Elliot, do you think how this ends gives us a glimpse into what the Eagles think of themselves for next season? I mean, if, if the thought process is to go out there and win the Super Bowl next year, I would think Howie tries to figure out a way to keep him here. He's their best pass rusher. But if they move on, I mean, I can make a case that they're, maybe it's a retooling offseason instead of loading up. Do you, do you think this move or whatever happens here the next month or so is a glimpse into what they think of themselves? Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll wait to see what they trade Hassan Reddick for. Like, if they trade him for Patrick Sertain and, you know, among other things, or Buda Baker, then, then you know, you sit here and go, okay, they're, they're taking one player and turning it into a, another. And, you know, maybe that doesn't really indicate. But you're, you're right that if they trade him for a draft pick or, you know, something that's not going to help them next year, yeah, that, that absolutely gives you an indication. Like, there is no world where this team – is better without Hassan Reddick if you're trading him for a draft pick. Again, if, if it's a Patrick Sertain or a Buda Baker, I still wouldn't do it because I think Reddick plays a more important position, but at least you're helping the current roster. But, but if they trade Reddick over money for, for a pick that's not going to help them next year, like there's no spinning that. There's no, there's no positive to that. You're losing arguably your most important and best player on the defense for, for a rookie or, you know, like a, a rookie that might not help you for two or three years. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they if they want to compete next year, you either have to have Reddick back or you have to turn him into something that will help you next year. I'm curious. On the other side of the ball, you know, we've been talking about Jason Kelsey. This is Jason Kelsey Appreciation Day and all of yeah. that. What is your feeling about him coming back? Is he, a, is he a player that we must have back or are you ready to move on from him? Yeah, I don't think the Eagles can win a Super Bowl without Jason Kelsey. If they, if they lose Jason Kelsey, I think it's essentially not a rebuilding year, but I would be stunned if they won the Super Bowl. So if they lost Jason Kelsey, you're basically looking at a whole new interior of the offensive line because you're going to have a right guard, a new right guard more than likely. You'll have a new center because Jurgens is moving over to center. And you'll have an interior. I mean, Dickerson will be returning, but he will have never taken snaps with the other two interior offensive linemen that he would be lining up with. And if you have a poor or, or a new interior offensive line, you really don't have a chance, especially when, we know the Eagles are going to get blitzed into oblivion next year to begin the season, considering the issues they had with it. And a big part of the blitz is the offensive line. So, you know, if Kelsey leaves, I think we talk about this a lot from like a leadership perspective or a fan perspective and how we all feel about him. Like on the field, they're done if he leaves, like at least for next year. Like it's going to take some time to rebuild that line. Elliot, what's your guess? And we're all just guessing at this point. And we, we've all seen the tea leaves here, right? The story came out the day after the playoff game that he was going to retire. He never confirmed it. And he's having, you know, he's out there the whole playoff run with the Chiefs and his brother. Mylotta said he's out. Travis said he's probably going to play in Brazil next year. He's meeting with Amazon and CBS. Which, if you had to guess right now, do you think Jason Kelsey plays next season? In terms of reading the smoke signals, this is probably one of the toughest I've seen in Philly sports. Just because you're right, like there are some indications he's coming back, and then you know, then he's coming and he's going back and forth. I'll lean on when I was in Tampa when they lost that game, and I know, and he's right, like he's emotional after the game, all those things. But just from my own eyes and being in there and seeing, you know, him with his teammates and seeing how he walked off the field, I think he's probably going to retire. Now, I, again, I think he could come back. But just my own feeling of watching him and like in that moment, it looked like someone that knew that it, that it was his final game. And I think his teammates were kind of acting like that as well. So I'll guess he retires. But this is, this is truly 50-50, which I would have not thought 
you know, two or three months ago. All right, Elliot, let's end with this story this morning. And it was really more about the Golden State Warriors, but the Sixers kind of snuck their way in. The Warriors tried to convince LeBron to leave the Lakers and facilitate a trade before the deadline. But Daryl Morey tried to sneak his way in there and asked about LeBron. What was your reaction to the idea that Morey made an effort last week to try to trade for LeBron James? Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, and that's what he should be doing. You know, we do this thing with, with players that might be available where it's like, oh, they're never going to get him, or like, why would they even call? The GM's job is to call about every player he thinks there's even a chance is available. This is what Howie Roseman is so good at. It's why you always hear the Eagles connected to every player, because Howie and the Eagles are in on every single player, just to see what it would cost, to see what the chances are, to see how available the player is. So if LeBron tweets an emoji and Daryl Morey thinks, hey, maybe he'll, he's open to a trade, it's his job to call and see. If he thinks things aren't going great with the Phoenix Suns and there's a one out of ten chance that maybe they're open to making a trade, it's his job to call. So hearing that he's doing this is not surprising because it is what the great GMs do. Now, it's also not surprising that they weren't traded. And the Sixers you know, didn't have a ton of assets to actually acquire a player of that caliber. But – the fact that he called, I think, is, is what he should be doing. And it's a good sign that he's going to be aggressive in pursuing, you know, the best talent available. Well, and he's a free agent potentially this summer. And the, Eagles, and the Sixers will have max cap space. So the story probably uh, just goes from here. Elliot, we always appreciate hopping on. Enjoy the rest of Convince Kelsey and Valentine's Day. Thank you, Elliot. Appreciate Sounds you. Good. Yep, talk to you soon. There he goes. Elliot Parks, co-host of the Clap Your Hands podcast, Go Birds. He's everywhere. Doing and the most. He's doing the most. And he, uh, he thinks this Reddick thing could still end up back here in Philadelphia.